Welcome to this Thanksgiving edition of the Bronx Savages podcast. We have a lot to talk about today, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Bronx Savages podcast. My name is Eli. I'm along with my co-host Marvin. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Um, we have a lot. Happy to Thanksgiving. Talk. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, like I said before, um, starting with a question. Um, you know, since it's Thanksgiving and all, we ha- we got a question. Uh, the question is: What Yankee moment and player are you most thankful for this year? So Marvin, uh, if you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, so the Yankee moment for me was clinching the AL East. When they did that, when the Yankee did that, I just took a step back and went like, wow. First time since 2012 they won the division. And the road, it, how long it took to get there. The road that, the, that they went through to get there was just amazing. Really makes you appreciate the regular season and appreciate the division because now there's no – Successful wild card game, just a great feeling when they do that. And uh, as for the player, DJ Lemayo, I don't think uh, this is uh, it's obvious, right? I mean, MVP, he's a team MVP. Wherever you put him in the infield, gold glove material at the plate, he had like 330, or, or he was really hitting around 330 throughout the whole season. Clutch, all you can ask for. He was the steal of the offseason. I love him on the Yankees. I love having. I love the. I love the Yankees got him. Remember when they got him? I was saying, just all right. I'll take it. <laughs> I like this guy. He show, He shows no emotion. He only likes playing baseball. I'm a big fan of DJ. So thank you, DJ, and thank you, Yankees, for clinching the AL East this year. Obviously, you know the goal is the World Series, but AL East will have to do again. Okay, so um, for. I'll start with the uh, what player I'm most thankful for. So I actually have two players I'm most thankful for. Number one is, um, I agree with you, DJ LeMayu, and I'll get to that in a second. And number two is Gio Rochella. So why I'm thankful for Gio is he's just been consistent the entire year. You know, we needed a third baseman because Miguel Andujar was injured. So he decided to step in, and he wasn't just, uh, you know, an average player that, yeah, he could play third base, I guess. He um, he had incredible defense, and he was hitting um, 300 the entire season, over 300 the entire season. And he's had clutch moments. He had a walk-off. Um, you know, he had a bunch of clutch home runs. And, um, you know, just – and no one even took into um, – you know, no one even noticed that uh, – in the ALCS game six, he actually went um, three for three. He, you know, he got that home run and then the single to get on base for DJ to hit the home run. So he, he just, uh, he's just clutched the entire year. And then um, for DJ, I'm thankful for him. Uh, like you said, he's been consistent the whole year, uh, by far our best hitter. Um, and uh, he, he plays, uh, he loves playing the game. And uh, for the 
best Yankee moment. Uh, I was thinking about this for a little bit, and um, it had to come down to the 14-12 win over the Twins. And the reason why is because um, the entire lineup just showed what they can do all in one game. You know, they weren't hitting at first, but then once Didi got the three-run homer to get it started, everyone started hitting, you know, and it just shows uh, how much hard the entire team plays with. So, um, obviously, there's a bunch of great moments. Especially done A2. Yeah. Um, Especially done A2. mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, there's a bunch of great moments. Could I I put in here? Um, You missed that they were down to their final strike in the ninth inning. Down 11-10, Talkman works that walk and takes it, that 2-1 homer. Yeah. Just shows you the resiliency mm-hmm. they had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, it just showed uh, to showed how much the entire team loved playing the game and how good they were. So those are my two favorite moment and favorite player. Um, so we have a Astro scandal update. Uh, <laughs> if you want to um, let everyone know, Marvin. Uh... I can't stand this anymore. All right, so Rob Manfred has said that he's not interviewing players, to no surprise. Uh, we don't know he would be interviewing players, so never interviewing players. I had ties with the actual organization from 2017 until 2019. And then we have a complaint from the Yankees. There were blinking lights in the bottom of the first inning of Game 6 of the American League Championship Series in 2019. That was, like, right before... Uh, Gurriel's three-run homer. It was happening uh, until that point. Uh, from the from the the Yankees said it was happening for the first inning. After the first inning, the Yankees alerted the league that there was a, uh, that that they were that the Astros were doing something very suspicious with the lights, and it stopped. That was after the Yankees alerted the league. So there was blinking lights happening. Who knows from where? But it looks very suspicious. And it seemed to have played a, a role in Goriel hitting that three run home roll with Chad Green early in the game. And uh, when you look when you look at it, it looked like he he knew it was coming, but even if he got a good swing on it, I, I, you know. So just you now, when I think about it, I was like, hey, maybe that bl- those blinking lights that the Yankees are claiming here may have uh, may have had an effect on that three run home roll, which gave the Astros life after a tough game five loss the previous night. And they came back. To, I, I want to say it came back to all the Yankees because they came back and tied the game. But it's three runs, three runs, three runs, and they lost by two. Um, you know this. Ha- oh, one more thing. One more thing. The ML, the MLB is investigating that too. So we'll see what that what happens with that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It hasn't been confirmed yet. The MLB is investigating it, and honestly, I don't want it to be true, uh, because if it is, I, you know, I'll do because they, they cost. The Yankees, the 2017 World Series, um, and as well as if if it is true, then they may have cost them the 2019 World Series, and um, and I just hope it's not true because you know, as you know, as much as I hate the Astros, this will just give me a reason to hate them that much more. Like, you, like I mean, I, I I don't know. I I just have no words for it. You just cheating. For for maybe three years, they didn't even look into 2018. But if it is true that that'll just be an, it's insane that a, that an organization was cheating for three years and nobody realized till 
after it um it you know hurt after it hurt all these teams, not just the Yankees, but every other team they played. Um, you know, you can't you can't win a game without cheating, and it just really upsets me. It it really does. Very unsportsmanlike from the from the guys in Houston. Yeah. I expect better <laughs> because before that, before I knew this was going on, I you know I respected Houston. Obviously, I was upset because they beat the Yankees twice, but I was like, hey, they're a good team. You go back to previous episodes, and he was saying they're a good team. Now I'm thinking they're a cheer. They're all cheaters. They're the Houston Trashers. And you know um, what I've said in previous episodes was one of the. Uh, you know, one of the punishments I would like for the Astros is for their World Series championship to be taken away. But now thinking about that, you know, don't you, you know, don't you mean for the cheat shows? Yeah. Uh, anyway, just keep going. Okay, if it's true, yes. Um, so if that if that does happen, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. But um, you know, if it doesn't happen, I wouldn't mind either because um, if in thirty years, if you look at uh, who was the two thousand seventeen World Series winner. It was the Astros, and how did they win? They went, they won by cheating. And um, if you think about it, that title will be tainted, I guess you would say. So, I mean, if they were to take it away, it would just be like, yeah, there was no 2017 winner. But if if they don't, yeah, the 2017 winner was the Astros, but they cheated their way to uh, winning a World Series. And um, that, you know, in 50 years um, – you know, it would still be the 2017 um, champion cheated their way to a World Series. So, um, you know, if if it doesn't get taken away, uh, it's not the end of the world because that um, that will for sure be uh, a punishment of its own. Uh, obviously, other than the fact that um, a punishment that, you know, A.J. Hinch gets suspended for a year. And uh, I was also um, – uh, I also read some things about – there being like a, a big fine and a bunch of fines other stuff. won't do anything. Um, fines won't do anything. Draft picks will. So maybe draft picks, you know, whatever, whatever hurts them the most. And uh, you know, I mean, I I really don't think there is a punishment big enough for the amount of cheating they've they've done these past years. But you know, MLB just has to come up with something big. Okay, something. Um... One minute. Um, one more thing. Like you said, if we look back in fifty years and the championship hasn't get taken hasn't get taken away, it could be the Astros' only championship when we look back in this, in fifty years, or that or thirty years, or however many years we'll look back on the season, uh, on the twenty seventeen season. It could it could still be their only championship, and we'll be we'll be like, yeah, that was tainted because they cheated. Mm-hmm. All right, to shy away uh, from that topic um so here's something um we found out that um last week that uh bird and ellsbury are or free agents uh so was cortez and um he's now in seattle no cortez they picked him back up the yankee he came back and then the yankees traded him and then the yankees traded him to to seattle Seattle for international bonus money which i don't think they need but um i like it no i like it Look, really? Cortez didn't pan out, and that now with the money they can get some more very good international prospects. The Yankees already have Jason Dominguez, sixteen, 
And a lot of people are saying he's going to be ne- the, ne- the next Mike Trout. Go watch Highlight to Them on YouTube. And it's unbelievable what, what he does. <laughs> like, when I watch him, when I, when I see his highlights, I, I just, I'm just like, whoa. I'm excited yeah, for this guy. Good. I'm mm, very excited. So, with this international money that they, that they have received from the Mariners, they can go out and get some very good international prospects, maybe better than Cortez, and just keep the farm system relative, keep them good. While you're also keeping the actual team good, I love it. Thank you, Brian Cashman. Good move. Yeah, good move on uh, that part. Also, um, another might be a good move is um, the Yankees are interested in Tim Hill. Um, he is a good reliever, but I don't know. Uh, that would be a nice depth move, though. I've seen some highlights of him. He's like a nice side sidearm pitcher. And I, I just think the only problem is. Uh, what would we give the Royals? They want like a double A guy. They want they, they want pitching, I believe. I, I, that's what they want. They want pitching. But they want double A guys. I don't think we I should actually, give them I uh, prospects. A conver- I was having a conversation with a uh, Royal fan, like a very big Royal fan. He was the scenarios. He was like, no, 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 no. I said, okay, you know, you want a double A guy? Take Florial. He goes, no, they're not looking for that. So uh, it, it depends really what the Royals are looking for. They're looking for double A prospects. And I would be happy. And they're like low-level guys in the Yankees' eyes, but high-level guys in the Royals' eyes. Trade them. I'll take Tim Hill. He's a nice bullpen piece. He's not that bad. Also, four years of club control, that kind of increases his value. So while you may look at the stats and say, oh, he's not that good, four years of club control uh, plays a part here. Um, I, I don't think they should really trade any of their prospects for – a pitcher, which I don't think they need. Um, you know, they're both. They do is... need a pitcher. They need an ace. He's not an ace, though. He's a reliever. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'll take some. I'll, I'll take some bullpen depth. I mean, if you're willing to give a top. No, prospect, we're not. Uh, we, we no, we, we wouldn't give up that much. They want it, double mean, A guys. Yeah, it really depends. Double A guys could be top prospects. But, uh, know, but they could also be banned. I'm saying if they can find a compromise yeah, that's what and I'm, do it. That's what I'm saying. If they could find a good deal for the, that works on both ends, then fine, do it. Um, I would take them. You know, me too. Okay me too if it's a good deal. Um, there's just a sidearm pitching I'm going to have to get used to because I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> so you weren't a huge fan of Nasty Nestor sidearms. No, those I liked because, uh, you know, you just finish off. Oh, those uh, you liked? No, you just finish off a batter with that. You know, you'd get down and do that. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. That's when he usually does it. To he would do it in the middle of an at bat. I don't think so. But he doesn't do it. Some tape. It's not every. It's not every single pitch he does it. It's just, uh, you know, when he's feeling like it. But like someone who, uh, that's their primary pitch. Uh, it's just a sidearm pitch. It's gonna take some getting used to. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it, but. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I mean, it, it is kind of weird, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, Except, you know, it is, it is uh, sometimes very annoying to see Yankee Banner come up and on, like a starter pitcher come in and then he throws it on a nice strike. It's kind of annoying, but you get used to it. The Yankee Banner gets used to it. He does something good. Yeah. So I'll take him for for, for pitching depth. And if not, not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, something else. Uh, were the... Yeah, the Yankees were interested in Corey Kluber, right? Uh, yeah, reports came out that the Yankees and, Clu- and the Indians are talking about a Corey Kluber deal. This is going to be very tough. 
obviously extremely tougher than a deal to potentially get Tim Hill because Corey Kluber's better than Tim Hill, and the Indians want big prospects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. And some and some MLB ready players. I think they also want an outfielder. So what exactly are we going to give them? Like I, I, now, now you can you can start naming me the the Yankee top the top Yankee prospect outfielders, Frazier, all that. But I wouldn't call Frazier a prospect. You can start naming me the Yankees uh, outfielders. You you don't want to let go of those guys, even Clint Frazier. I feel like he still has a spot on this team. Um, I feel like I feel like give him give him at least a half a year to the trade deadline. Then you trade him if he if he's not on the major league roster. I feel like he still has a spot on this team. He's young and has great potential. I think I say you keep you keep Clint Frazier to start the year at least. Still has a spot on this team. I don't want to lose Florial either. Young kid, right? I love I love what he can do. I saw him in spring training this past season until they broke his wrist. I love I was loving it. I don't want to part away with these top prospects. You want to keep the farm system relevant. Yeah, and we wouldn't want to um, waste top also Corey, prospects. Also, Corey Kluber hasn't pitched. He's been hurt. However, what he can do, Corey, his potential is amazing. So if we get him, very nice. But I don't think that will happen unless the Yankees can't get Cole, can't get Strasburg, can't get Bumgarner or Wheeler. Yeah, so he's like a fourth option. Um it, uh, there was an article I was reading. It was, uh, will Yankees miss on Corey Kluber trade by chasing Garrett Cole and Sh- Steven Strasburg? So, uh, you know, if they don't get those guys, then uh, Corey Kluber might be a, uh, uh, another option. But, you know, I wouldn't mind him. He's, he's, a, he's a good pitcher, a lot of potential. Cy Young, former Cy Young winner. Mm-hmm. He's really a great pitcher, but compared to what other guys were out there, no. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And what would it, what, what, what would your mock trade be? Let's go. Give me a mock trade for uh, Corey Kluber. Um, okay, so I think Clint Frazier. Yes, obviously. I don't know what are the, what are the Indians looking for? Outfielders, some nice prospects. I'm a, I'm gonna be ready. A couple of be ready guys. Yeah, they're trying know. to stay relevant here in the AL Central. They're they should be looking for like bullpen guys, no? They also they are they're also doing that, but. I mean, they're not going to get any of the Yankee relievers that are currently in the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. So, go for some... so like a prospect, like Michael King, I would say. Yeah, or Abreu. Mm-hmm. Or Abreu. Abreu. Or Abreu. Um, for sure not Davey. Frazier would have... For sure not Davey Garcia, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no way. No. No, it would, it would, it would be Frazier, and then... Look, look seven, seven of the Yankees' top ten prospects are pitchers. So you choose from that pool. Yeah. We have a lot of. And you trade, you trade, you trade, you trade a few of them, or you trade uh, maybe like, I don't know, two or three of them, and Frazier, and they and they give us Kluber. Maybe, uh, maybe they could also trade Miguel Andujar if. That's um, true, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Maybe maybe they can trade Andujar, but I don't. I see it unlikely. Even though that he's a hot topic, I say the Yankees really want to hang on to him. I love him. I mean, just from what he, when I hear the Yankees brass talk about him, they love his potential, and it's nice steps at third base with Gio there. So they got Gio, they got Andujar. Leave it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I also I, also I think the Yankees want to hang on to him until at least the trade deadline. See what happens, Andujar. So I, I wouldn't see him being moved in the offseason trade. So you think you just um switch off third base? 
they would either switch off or if an injury happens, the other guy would come in to, mm. to at least trade in line. Yeah. Okay. Um, another topic. Uh, the Yankees. What are your thoughts on that, though? Thoughts on? Kluber. Kluber. Kluber? Um, I don't know. I, I said before I wouldn't mind Corey Kluber. No, I'm saying, what, 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 what would you, what would, the, what would you think? Uh, like, put yourself in Brian Cashman's shoes. And think about it. Think about getting him? Think about what would you give up, right? Um, Com- complete your trade. I would give up a prospect, not a very... But I would give up, you know, um, a, a reasonable... Uh, a, I would, you know, a reasonable package for him. Um, you know, like... What's, if they, what's uh, that package? What's that package? Uh, I don't know. Clint Frazier... Um, Michael King, uh, I don't know, someone else, let's Abreu say. Or no? I don't think Abreu, I don't think they would want to give up, um, like Michael King and Abreu. So, I mean, uh, what about King and a low, and a low level guy? Yeah, well, lower level guy, not, not Abreu. All right, that's fine. Next. So, the next topic is, um, I don't know if, um, pronouncing his name right. But the Yankees got a new AAA hitting coach. Um, I don't want to butcher her name. Rachel Belakovic. Welcome to yeah, the squad. Rachel, Rachel Belakovic. <laughs> Welcome to the squad. I love this. I know she's a woman and everyone's going to be like, what? A woman? Relax. She has a degree in this type of stuff and among many other things. She's very intelligent. I'm really confident that great hitters will come, will come out of her. Great move by the Yankees. Because you, yeah. you know, look look at her resume, very nice. Yeah, it looks like she knows what she's doing. Yeah, look at all the degrees and masters she has around this stuff. Analytic, analytic person, right? We all know the Yankees looking for analytic guys. Yeah, and, and analytic people. And here, here's Rachel. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see what 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 happens in the Yankees minor, in the Yankee minor league system with uh, all the hitters they have and all the hitters they will. Uh, that will come up through Rachel. Yeah, um, and she's the first um, woman, I think, hitting coach, pitching coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we know, uh, I think the Blue Jays have, uh, um, I think the medical, uh, something medical. Uh, I think the athletic trainer is um, is a girl, but uh, I don't know about anything else. If anyone, uh, if there's anyone else that has a, Girl, as you know, but, but she she's gonna be good, you know. Um, if you see, like you said, if you see her resume, she um, she knows what she's doing, and uh, like, but I agree with you, there will be a lot of good hitters that come out of her. Also, was, was, you, was your first was was your first uh, reaction uh, like why? What was why, your initial why? reaction when you saw that they were getting her? I thought they were getting uh, her. They, I thought they got her as a the major league hitting coach. Um, yeah, with, that would have been, been kind of crazy. That would that would have been kind of well, weird. Um, but yeah, as a minor, her, but, yeah. yeah, but but as a minor league hitting coach, um, she I think she would fit in perfectly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if she knows what she's doing, which she does, uh, she'd fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, the Yankees' first offseason signing is uh, outfielder Zach Granite. Yes, 
Oh, yes. Thank you. He's like a top prospect. Good outfielder. And just has a great arm. From what I've heard, he has a great arm. He's young. Nice outfield depth for the future. Yeah, I agree. He does have a good arm, and uh, I I think he's um, he'll do good for the Yankees. Excitement is in my veins. Mine too. Um, so I don't know, but do they need another outfielder? I know you're thinking of Floreal and all these other good outfielders, but Connor's gonna be gone soon. And you never know when they're going to need him, when they're going to need one of these outfielders for injuries or in a big trade. So, I like it. Okay, so, um, you know, the Yankee killer, um, or one of the Yankee killers, Travis Darno, uh, has gone to the Braves. See ya! No more in our division! Mm -hmm. Adios! Man, it killed me. He had five out. He he beat us single-handedly. In two games. Mm-hmm. Well, one game he walked us off, and the other game he had five RBIs, and we lost 5-4 to the Rays. And wait, he hit the ga- he hit the go-ahead on the top of the ninth, two went on, two strikes, Chapman delivers, Yankees up 4-2, home run. Yeah, that was the I worst. Mean, that was the worst. That was horrible. I'm happy that they, I'm still happy they won that series, though. That was a whole savage series. Mm-hmm. But it was just, when that, when that loss happened, you were just like, who is this guy? Yeah. Why is he killing us? And what was that? Yeah, Travis Darno was the Yankee killer. He was, the, he was one of the Yankee killers of the Rays. Um, now we no longer have to worry about him. So, um, obviously, he wasn't the biggest problem. I wasn't having a hard time going to sleep because Travis Darno was in our division. But, um, yeah, but, um, you know, Good luck uh, with the Braves, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he really, re- he really redefined his career in ten. Yeah, he did. Did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mets caught him and amazing, and now he's on to Atlanta. Yeah, to haunt and the I've... Mets. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he might, he might haunt the Mets. Um. So, uh, speaking of uh, the Yankee, uh, the Mets division, um, the Phillies are in on Didi and Mad Bum. I'm so. scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared because of what the Phillies have to offer. To Didi Gorius, especially, they have Joe Girardi, his manager for three seasons. Yeah. They have the money, right? And they have Bryce Harper. Yeah. They... And David Robertson, as well as Andrew McCutcheon, all former team- teammates of Didi. Didi just looks like a beautiful match made in the beat in heaven right there. Yeah. That's what I'm scared about. I'm scared about the Phillies getting Didi. The Reds. I know they have Bauer. I know Didi knows Bauer very well. But, and I know that the rest of the money and all that, but I'm more scared of the Phillies because of what they have on their team. And I feel like it'll be very enticing for Didi. Which is why I think uh, if you can't get Didi back, look, again, they can, right? Yankees are still very much in the race for Didi. But if they can't get Didi back, try for Jonathan VR, who got released from Baltimore. Try. At least try. If not, not. Because we have a lot of Infield depth, but try. At least try. I, lo- I, lo- I like VR. 
if we're going for a nice bench presence. If we're going for um, a shortstop, if we're not getting Didi, why not Francisco Lindor? They were in on him. Um, He's as a, as, a, as a trade. Yeah, that's a trade guy. But you'd have yeah, you'd have to trade for him. But um, you know why not? You really, you, really, you really think you want to sit on the bench? He's gonna. He's not gonna sit on the bench. Yes, he is. Um, really? He's gonna. All right. Well, he's gonna he's switch. Not gonna sit on the bench? He's gonna switch off with Glaber at third base. Uh, uh, shortstop. Or what about DJ? DJ is gonna play second. Not every day. Why not every day? Because he's shortstop on this. Boone's not gonna put him there every day. DJ's not shortstop. He could play shortstop. Yeah, but he never played shortstop once. He could, I'm saying. He could. He's very, very, he could move around a lot. It's him. I'm just saying Luke Voigt's at first. DJ's at Is second. Is he at? Yeah, okay. Glaber and um, Lindor are at shortstop and Gio and, and Duar are at third. I don't see a problem with that. It would be the same same thing. Oh, if, that's fine. It would be the same thing if Didi was there. What about during the playoffs when we had third base Gio? Shortstop Torres, second base D. Um, excuse me. Shortstop Didi, second base Torres, first base Lemayu. That was because Luke Voigt was cut. So no, D. Okay, but also Didi was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, okay, that's but, no, Luke Voigt was there. He was there for the ALDS, but he didn't play a. And he still didn't play. Game, but I mean, in this case, yeah, you'd have to bench one of them, and it'll. You know, I really think Lindor would like to come here, though. I think he loves the Yankees. That's so. I think he yeah. loves, like, the he would love the passion and all that. Mr. Yeah. Smile would be smiling all over the city, and New York would smile back at him. So that would be great to get Francisco Lindor. Only problem is what he wanted to sit on the bench. I think he will. He's a team guy, but you never know. Also, it would be, like, like Kluber, it would be very difficult to get him, but maybe the same thing right, that, that we said uh, earlier in the episode. Where that we would offer the Indians for Kluber, maybe same thing with Lindor. So if it's a reasonable deal, go ahead and pull the trigger. If, that's if we can't get Didi back. Yeah, the Indians are very, um, very selfish with their trades. No, they're like, not. They're trying to stay relevant. All right, but for well, Trevor... two years ago, they were in the World Series. The year after that, they won twenty-two games in a row, and they won the AL Central in twenty eighteen. And this year, they just barely missed the playoffs. What are you? What are you talking about? I'm saying they. They just won a lot for, for someone for Trevor Bauer. They wanted Glaber because they want us. That's too high. What are you doing? But from their perspectives, we are trying to stay relevant. We don't want to go into all rebuild. We have enough. We have the pitching talent, and we have too much hitting and too much pitching to really. We 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 can good a solid amount of hitting, and we have a great pitching staff to go into full tank mode. We don't want to do that. That's you, their perspective. You even said it's going to be very hard to get either it one It will of them. be very hard. Why? Because they because are... Because they want a lot. They want, to, yeah. they want to stay relevant also now. They're not going in a full tank mode. Okay. Get that through your head. They're not going through full... They're not going to a full tank mode like the Orioles and the Tigers... And the Marlins and whatever else is tanking in the MLB. They're not doing that. The the Indians are not like that. Whatever, I guess guess you're right. 
Um, yeah, yeah, they do want to stay relevant, obviously. But um, like you said, it will be hard to uh, acquire them. But yes, it will. Yeah, but if I mean, if they are willing to trade for Lindor, uh, trade uh, Lindor, um, who do you think they want? The same thing as Kluber. I think um, Lindor is more valuable, though. Okay, but they would still want. While you are right about that, there's certain things the Indians are looking for, and they would they would probably maybe they would want an extra prospect for Lindor. They okay. put that in there. Okay. Same thing, and then maybe maybe get another high level prospect if you need to. Okay. That's that's two that's two highs, one low, and Frazier. Have fun. I mean, they're all very good players, but for Lindor, maybe even that's an even trade. I feel. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see that as an even trade. You're right. Um, so um, another topic: um, the Yankees and Ellsbury War. Oh. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, so as we all know, the Yankees released Jacoby Ellsbury, and that was a great day. But we also know they have to pay him $26 million. Now the Yankees are saying, nope, we do not have to pay Jacoby Osbury because he went to an outside doctor to work with outside doctors without our permission. So now that, that's what it, and it could be PED related. That's the Yankees' claim. We, 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 do, we don't have to pay you because you went against the rules and you might have taken PED. So why, why should we pay you? And I agree with them. Meanwhile, yeah, but then here comes the other side. Uh, no, that's not the full story. And he did not take PEDs. The doctor uh, did say this. And he said that, hey, Jacoby was working with me, but it wasn't PED related. It wasn't really work related. He emphasized work. So we'll see what happens there now. The Yankees and the Players Union are having a nice clash and uh, you know it looks like uh, we'll see what happens in, in a year that's deadline I don't think it's going to take a year to, to finish this off but we'll, we'll see what happens in a year and get and the MLB is also investigating this they got their hands full this off season yeah they do Astros this keep them coming I'm sure Rob Manfred loves this it's the off season nobody's signing get activity barely any guys are signing and we got some few minor signings this week. We got some nice signings from other teams. You know, Pomerez on the move to the to the Padres, but nothing really crazy. So why not get more investigations? <laughs> because they're gonna have to wait till January to you know get all the real signings. Yeah, uh, cool. Not until January. And I don't think Strasburg is either. A lot of the, and you wanna know what what uh, is crazy? Guess who? Uh, Guess who's Jacoby Osbury's agent? Scott Boris. He's the yeah. same agent as Garrett Cole. Yeah, Garrett Cole. And Strasburg and Bumgarner, like all these big guys. He's the same agent as that. As uh, they, they all have the same agent. The same, he has the same agent. Has the same agent. Now the Yankees and Boris have the power to work around that, obviously. Right? Yeah, they do. Osbury. It's crazy. I know how Ellsbury and Cole and Strasburg. They each have the same agent. Yeah, the same agent as Jericho. Pretty but crazy. The, the question is, he, I'm, I'm saying he doesn't even deserve the $26 million. He didn't play. 
that's what they signed him. That's what you have to pay. I know, I know. I mean, I know it's a contract that's and, and everything, but uh, it's it's not fair. Um, obviously, yeah, it is a contract. It's not fair. What do you think Met fans are thinking with you on assessment? Right? I know, I know. He they have to pay him, but um, that just gives them you know another reason uh, not to, uh, other than the fact that uh, with the PEDs and and everything, um, you know. I'm saying another reason about not feeling guilty to uh, not pay him that he didn't play for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, another... he doesn't really deserve that, but that's the contract. And if the yeah. Yankees have to end up paying him, then yeah, then but there if the Yankees, is. but if the Yankees going to feel guilty for not paying him, they shouldn't because he didn't yeah right. play for them. Yeah, they obviously shouldn't. So. No, no question about it. I, I honestly don't think it was PD related, but either way, thank you, Yankees, for being aggressive. This is what we need. This is a sign. This could be a sign that we're going to be aggressive in the Garrett Cole sweepstakes and other sweepstakes as yeah. well. Love it. Me too. Thank you. Thank you, Yankees, for waking up. Let's keep it going. Long way to go. So um, you told me you had some fan questions. Yeah, I did, but before that, I do want to get to the, that the Yankees are interested in uh, really a nice up-and-coming reliever. He was great in the postseason for the World Series champion, Washington Nationals, Daniel Hudson. I think he's a good Dellen backup, to be honest with you. I think he is a good Dellen backup. Uh, I think he, he's kind of like Dellen. He, he has this, uh, has the same uh, value, I would say, around, around the same value as an old Dellen. But he's not so good. If as, we get him, he's not as good as no, Dylan. no. But but he, he kind of has the same value. Yeah, what he, he did in the postseason. What he did in the postseason was eye opening. Really, yeah. came up clutch. It was unbelievable. I don't really know. I knew. I knew. I knew we didn't hunt him before the postseason, but I didn't really think of him as like a great pitcher. And he, in the postseason, he was just lights out. Yeah, he was against very good. the be, against the best teams. Like he lights out against the Astros, uh, against the Cardinals, who came into that NLCS. With a very nice red hot offense, and he took he did that he took care of the uh, the Brewers in the wild card game as well. He was lights out. So yeah. if the Yankees get him, I'll take him for a Dellen Betances replacement. Uh, it would be nice to have both of them, but no. I don't think they're gonna get one. I think they're yeah. they're saving a the big bag for Garrett Cole. Yeah, and maybe uh, a shortstop. Out of the three that we discussed today, Hudson, Kluber, uh, and Hill. Uh, which one would you prefer? I would prefer Hudson. Kluber. Really? Let me just say this. In terms of one year on, on the trade market, Kluber is the best guy right there, right out on the trade market right now. In terms of a year, right? In terms of 2020. Long term, maybe Castillo. But in terms of one year, Kluber. I think he has a great year left in him. He doesn't have that much time, but he still, he still has some... Uh, some nastiness left in him, and I think he can display it in twenty. I think he will display it in twenty twenty, no matter what team he's on. So in terms of winning a World Series in twenty twenty, Corey Kluber, long term. Um, I know he'll no uh, maybe Hudson, in terms of a couple years down the road, Hudson. I know he's a veteran, but he's better than Hill, right? Yeah, but he's also older than Kluber. No, he's not actually. They're the same age. Yeah, so a couple years. Again, a starting pitcher is more valuable than a reliever. 
Yeah. We always see, we see that all the time, especially in the playoffs. You need starting pitching to win the World Series. But you also need, you know, a good reliever. The Yankees have good relievers. They can get better, obviously, but they have good relievers. Yeah, I, I don't do. see, I wouldn't see them getting a reliever as a must, but I would love to have a reliever. If Dylan can't come back, you got someone else. Now, I'm not saying if Dylan doesn't come back, you go all out for Hudson, but you know, you at least get a, a solid guy. Hudson isn't Dylan. really going all out. Just... No, uh, no, the Yankees shouldn't go all out for Hudson if they can't get back the tenses. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it'll be nice to get him and all, but don't go crazy. I'm just hoping that you know, if Brinsantis can't come back, you get, like, a formidable guy. You know, doesn't have to be crazy. can be good. Yeah, he's good. And he has the postseason experience and everything. Yeah. So, Hudson would fit that Dylan replacement label very well, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to, you know, say the fan question. Yes, this is from Isaac Koshenfar. He says, would you trade Voight for Lindor? Voight for Lindor. That's a Voight good... for Lindor. Uh, and then, a... I know you might say immediately yes, but let's think about the needs here. No. Uh, um, all right, so first of all, that's a good question. Um, second of all, you know, you, you, you have to really um, build the, out, the infield. Um, you know, look at it. We have enough uh, infielders right now. No, we saying, have a lot of infielders right I'm now. I'm saying looking, looking at it both ways. If uh, you were to have Voight instead of Lindor or Lindor instead of Voight. So if you were to have Lindor instead of Voight, it would be DJ at first. Um, it would be Glaber at second. Um, let's just say Didi's not there. Uh, it would be Lindor at, at short and it would be Gio at third. Right. And then if um, Lindor is not there, it would just be the same thing uh, that it's been all year. Uh, it would be Voight. At first, it would be DJ at second, and that, and then it would be Glaber at third, and uh, uh, sorry, Glaber at short, and uh, Gio at um, at third. Considering uh, DD's not going to be there, so um, which infield I think looks more uh, looks better is um, you, you know option consi- A. <laughs> um, you know I don't know because yeah, Lindor is the best shortstop uh, in the league, but. Um, I'll also, tell you what option that you still you still got because look you got at first DJ LeMayu, second base is Gleyber Torres and third is Gio Urshela. I mean both very young yeah. stars. Um, but the thing is, DJ could play really any position, so you're good on that part. If Lindor's right. not there, you're but also good with Gio. You're also good with Gio and Gleyber, um, so just void Lindor. Yeah, but the thing is, if you want. Uh, DJ at second, you know, you don't really have anyone at first because uh, DJ's primary position is second. Even Mike though, Ford! Yeah. Mike Ford! Yeah, but... Uh, Mike Ford, come on! I know he's not any of these guys, but he's a good replacement. Yeah, he is a good replacement, he's but if... He's a good backup Luke, when a guy needs to die off or is hurt. If Luke, yeah, yeah, of course, but if Luke Voigt's gone, then they're going to put DJ at first, no, no matter what, even though uh, he is a second baseman, but he plays first equally uh, well. But um, yeah, they they would put uh, DJ at at first and have Mike Ford take over the days uh, that DJ is um, resting. Um, or he, or DJ has to go to another position. Yeah, or he has to go to another position. Exactly. <sighs> um, 
So they they can switch guys around if they need to. Yeah, they With could. Lindor, you think so? Of course. Lindor, I don't know. Has he ever played third? I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he has. So we don't. I, maybe he has. Um, Lindor, that's a good question. Oof. When I'm trying to remember him playing third here. Um, because we know he's a good shortstop. This is a good one. Um, I, the thing is, then you lose your versatility if you get Lindor. That's the only downside yeah. of this. Mm, you do. You'll 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 have no more versatility. Like, what could you do? You can't it, exactly. Has Lindor played second? <laughs> no, he. I, I don't think he has. If he's played a position other than shortstop, I would think it's third. Oh wow! Uh, Lindor's only a shortstop. He hasn't played any other position. Oh, really? Okay. Primarily a shortstop. I mean, Doesn't neither say. does Luke. Neither does Luke Voigt, though. Yeah. So you lose your well. You still have your versatility with Luke Voigt. Yeah, you do. So the question is, what 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 do you do with that? Do you keep, you know, do you just say, okay, uh, you need you need enough there, Francisco? Have Glaber have Glaber play uh, shortstop, DJ second. And then Mike Ford first. Yeah, but they're not going to start Mike Ford every day. They won't. I'm saying when the guys eat off day, they will. Yeah, they will in that case, but I don't know. Like DJ will get one day off a week. Like all these guys will maybe get a day off a week. So they, I mean, and Void, 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 Void is playing Void also. Well, never mind, Void's not there, but it's a thing. Yeah. Everyone will get one day off a week. So that, that's the question. Do you want, it's basically now, do you want versatility or not? Do you just want to stick with your depth? Because they have question. good depth in this Yeah, in this they scenario. have great depth. I mean, Lindor is undoubtedly a, a better hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and his war is 47 while Luke Voigt's is 1.9. Personally, I don't really believe in war, but if... Yeah, if, I'm very confused. What? I just said what war is, but how do you calculate it? Like, everyone does it differently. It's it's, it's really... It, yeah, it is confusing, which is why I don't really believe in it, but, um... I mean, that's that's what it says. I'm saying uh, Mike Trout is a higher war than Derek Jeter, but he's not a better... He's not, that doesn't mean he's a greater player than Derek Jeter. Yeah. Doesn't yet. It. So... I don't. I don't really believe in war. I mean, I do a little bit, but not. Not like some people are obsessed with that. Yeah, they you, love you, you, you can. That's fine, but I, personally, I just think it's very confusing. Yeah, it is. Um, and Lindor is a four-time All-Star, two times Gold Glover, two times Silver Slugger. Um, you know, obviously, he's way more valuable than Luke Voigt, but um, you know, you're. Um, taking out of the conversation that we're going to have to trade prospects for him while Luke Voigt we just have here. Um, and when we're trading away Luke Voigt, we won't get as much um, as if we were to acquire uh, Lindor. But, um, you know, I, I love Luke Voigt. Um, I love him as a player. He's a very good player. He's uh, his great attitude. They both have a great attitude. Yeah, but... Then again, I keep saying this thing when when it's two players with great attitude. Yeah, I mean it's gonna come down to talent. Lindor has yeah. that, and then it comes down to needs. Comes down to those, those scenarios we have been, we've been talking about where you want versatility or not. Thing is, though, when you hear Mike Ford at first base, 
what is your initial thinking? Like, ugh, or yeah, like, I'm okay with that. I mean, Ford at first base wouldn't really be, um, I would say, like a, you know, when you think of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like a powerful infield, like a, like a complete infield, you would think Luke Voigt at first instead of Mike Ford. Everything's good, and, uh, and then Mike Ford. Um, everything, everything's good, and then Luke Voigt's at first. But when Mike Ford is at first, you don't really think the infield is complete. Obviously, he's a, he's a great uh, player, a very good first baseman, but when you want a complete infield, you have um, Luke Voigt at first. So I don't, I don't Then really again, know. but Lindor, you know, look at that. Look at that side. You got – look at that. Oh. That's just so beautiful. Gio, Lindor, and then either DJ or Glaber, and the other one's on the bench, and you can bring him in later in the ballgame if you need to. So that's what, yeah. that, that's, that's what I'm talking about by the depth they have. But yeah, they have great depth. It's just, a, just, it's just a matter of do you want to lose shifting or do you want to take that depth? That, this is a very... Good question. I think I mean, you 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 making it sound like that you you still want that versatility, so you wouldn't um, do it. No, not really. That um, you know, it's a tough one. Not really about the versatility, uh, but I don't know. It, powerful infield. You yeah. what makes the Yankees a powerful infield is that they can shift everyone around. Exactly. Besides the talent, besides all that, they can shift guys around. That's what made them so good this year, despite all these all those injuries. Exactly why they got through all the injuries because they could shift guys around. But with Luke Voigt gone and and Lindor in, I don't think they could do that anymore. Then again, you might need a shortstop, but you don't need a shortstop more than you need than more than you need a first baseman. You don't need a like short. Luke Voigt. You you would you don't, like the Yankees don't need a shortstop more than they need a first. They don't need they don't need a, they don't they don't need a first baseman because they have Voit. But then when Voit's taken out of the equation, you got Ford. Ford is good, but he's not Voit. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. So when I think about it, I wouldn't do it because also it's not, it's not that much of a difference from Lindor. I know Lindor's much better than Voit, but in terms of. You're on the Yankees. You're not really getting exactly. that much. That's that's what I was gonna know? say. I I wouldn't do yeah. it either. Um, and the reason being, uh, you know, the Yankees are just so used to void and. Uh, no, 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 no! Doesn't doesn't have anything to do with so used to void. It just has to, just has something. It just has to do with the versatility and how that they're gonna lose that. Exact. No, I, I wasn't finished. Yeah, they are, like I said, used to void and the versatility, um, yeah. as well as. Um, Francisco Lindor is the best shortstop in the league, but um, you're, it's not like Luke Voigt isn't a good hitter. He's a great hitter. Um, Lindor's a better hitter. Well, yeah, Lindor is a better hitter, obviously. but He's better. He's a better player, that's without question. But when Luke Voigt is hot, he's just as good as... No, 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 not Luke Voigt is hot. No, that's not, that's not the thing. It, it, it's it's uh, for me... It's not when Luke Voigt is hot. When he's hot, he's good. We know that. When Lindor is hot, he's good. It doesn't matter about being hot. No pun intended. It just matters about how would you use them. 
sometimes not sometimes the best players aren't always the right players. And this, and this is the case. This is one of those cases for me. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, like you have uh, the best shortstop, um, and yeah, he is he is the best player for that position. But like you said, he isn't the right player. But what I'm saying is, if you're um, if you're not going to get him, you're just not missing that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said before, I'm in that scenario. You won't be missing. You won't be missing in that, that scenario. Much. Yeah. It's not. I'm saying it's not because it's not like uh, Luke Voigt is is a garbage hitter. Um, no, he's a he's great a good player. No, yeah, just... exactly. He's a he's a good player. Uh, Lindor is better, obviously. It's just that um, you're right. Best player uh, doesn't fit uh, the best position, you know. Um, but just yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't be missing that much. That's what I'm Thank saying. you, Isaac, for that great question. Yeah. Answer is we voted and we just gave the reasons why. Yeah. I know people may, may when when they hear no, they're like what? But when you when you really think about it, no. Yeah, it's not like you know. Uh, would and you again, get... we're not saying the Yankees shouldn't get Lindor. Yeah, just for Luke Voigt. Just for Luke Voigt, yeah. If it was for like, I don't know, for Stanton, then probably yes. But uh, Luke Voigt in that scenario, then no. I wouldn't. No. I'm not. I'm not saying I would trade him for Stanton straight out. I'm just giving an example. Right. If you're saying uh, like trade, like I don't know, Mike Trout or something for Luke Voigt, those are different. You know, that's a whole different um, discussion. But right. in this case, because like Mike Trout, Lindor, both amazing players, both very, very, very good oh. players. But um, extremely yeah, like said, good. Yeah, like we said in this uh, in this scenario, no, we won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, someone met, someone asked me, what about Mike Talkman? I go, Mike Talkman might be the starting left fielder for the Yankees on opening day. So, no. And when he's, he's like our primary outfielder. If the Yankees got Gardner back, I believe they will get Gardner back. From what I heard, yeah. they're, they're discussing a two-year deal. Oh, wow. Two-year yeah, deal. Two-year, like a deal very cheap, though. Not, not, not so much money, very cheap. Um and just I, I've done some research here, and just, it's taking them a little bit longer than expected because they're just discussing the terms of it. But Gardner does really want to come back, unless yeah. another team comes in and goes crazy for him, which I don't think that I don't think happens. But if, let's say Gardner comes back, you would have what Gardner, and then who's in? You would have maybe Talkman, Gardner Judge, or or Stanton. Yeah, Stanton. Stanton Gardner, Gardner Judge. Judge. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know when when does Hicks come back from Tommy John? Not until know, May or June, August. Something like um, that. Could be yeah. August. So yeah, he's out of the discussion. same. He's like he's like Didi. Last year we didn't get Didi back till yeah. late late in the summer. We're not not the same thing with Hicks. Exactly. Um, yeah. So for most of the season, Hicks. That, is that's be why. Yeah, that's why I expect the Yankees to get Gardner back. Like we got DJ. And Didi, right? You know, Didi, we have to get infielders. So we got Schwartz and Lewinsky here, but that didn't work. We got Schwartz and Lewinsky, that didn't work. And we got, but we got DJ, and DJ helped us out very much until Didi came back. And DJ, even when Didi came back, DJ, DJ was still amazing, obviously. Yeah. So that's why I expect the Yankees to get Gardner back. Again, so you're going to have a replacement. So the question was Mike Talkman, what do you do with him? Was the question? No, the question was maybe, what do you, no, the question was to trade Mike Talkman. For that, that, that's what somebody mentioned to me. No, just, for, just give trade it. him away for anything. Trade him away, yeah. For if you really 
trade him away for I think what it was in a pitcher. No. No, I wouldn't. I think either. that's what it was. Yeah. I wouldn't would either. He's a he's a prop. I mean, I would consider him like a like an MLB prospect, like a major league prospect. If, like uh, the Clint, like the Clint There, he's in the Clint Frazier account. Uh, yeah, box. something like that. Right? Frazier's Frazier's uh, not on the team. He's a, he's a prospect, not really a prospect. Same with Talkman, exactly. and same with Agashioka. Exactly, both um, both very young. Um, all, all three of them very young. Also, one more thing. What do you think of a Juba Butera? First Who? baseman. Free agent. First baseman. He's a free agent. He could be some nice first beast steps for the Yankees. That's what I'm saying. The Yankees look... The Yankees, he's a good, he sounds like a good fit because they can get some first base steps there. That's all I'm saying. So you're going to have um, three first basemen. So one starting first baseman. No, or you can up. just put forward, or, or you can just put forward in the minors. I wouldn't do that. And then, tra- or you, or you can trade forward. No, we if would, you get, Bute- I don't want to. I don't want to trade forward. We don't need. If you, if you get Butera, I'm saying he's a he's a good bench guy. Then you can trade forward away and get something. Get someone very good, or get someone good that can help you. If you need to, I'm saying that's if you need to. Again, I think the Yankees, if they. Are, you know, are going to first try the free agency route with these pitchers, and if they can't, they'll think of something in the uh, trade market which might involve getting Butera. Involve getting Butera. That's all I'm saying. Just throwing out options. Oh yes, was that a question or? Uh... No, that's, you agree with that? I'm saying that wasn't a question. That's just a statement that, I, that I'm. Yeah. That I'm saying on here. Yeah, that makes sense. It couldn't. If I'm just throwing out options, should we not be able to get any of those big four on the free agent market? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're not going to get any of the big four, you want those, uh, you know, little pieces. Yeah. To help would you Would you consider Wheeler as part of a big together. four? Wheeler, no way. I I feel like he didn't get very overpaid. Very overpaid. He didn't pitch well for the Mets. Not that he didn't pitch. He's not that. He's not as crazy as he's not as good as everyone's making him out to be. It's going to get very overpaid. I hear the Twins are in on in the Angels. Angels are also doing whatever it takes. They got Garrett Cole, so this is going to be crazy. Angels, Yankees. I know Cole loves the West Coast, but man, the money talks, right? We know money it's going to come talk. down to the money. It's Especially going to come when down I... to the money. Here we go. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, it's so, come down to the money. So I guess we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff to look forward to. So if. Um... If you're okay, uh, should we wrap it up here? Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Yanksgiving. Uh, it was a long one, but I had a lot of stuff to get, to get into. And I, I'm, I'm excited now. We, we discussed a lot of rumors tonight. Once again, I'm excited to see where this leads us. And winter meetings is in a couple weeks, and that's where really a lot of this stuff will go down. A lot of stuff will go down in the winter meetings. That that's usually the case. I I wouldn't say call signs in the winter meetings, but a lot of like there'll be trades. There's gonna be some nice hot rumors coming off the hot stove. Just can't wait for that. So just waiting around and trying to get an idea of what of what teams are doing heading into the winter meetings. All right. That's so it. we'll see you later. Yeah. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.